Space Jam. Get your day, do your day, and a space jam. If you just don't say the words, is it count as copyright? You just go, get your day, do that day. If I, like, simlish it? Uh, if you simlish it, then I feel like it's... It doesn't a, count. It doesn't count. Yeah. It's a creative work. You're, you're transforming it. Perfect. Like, <laughs> I have to say about the... Uh, What's that song? Oh, ooh, what you say? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the part in it. The Imogen Heap uh, song? Yeah. There's a part in it where, in in some versions, and not all the versions, uh-huh. where they sing something, and Alyssa knows what the words are, our roommate. Uh-huh. I don't know what the words are, though. I know they are words. Yeah. But it just sounds like, ooh, da, wa, da, wimby. <laughs> and I told oh, Haley about it. Like, it feels like a year ago. And then finally, randomly, it showed up on my, like, feed on Facebook, and I got to play it for her, and I was like, see, it's real, I'm not crazy. And I was so happy. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that was a big moment. It's like, because I, because just, like, once I can't produce it, you know, that immediately I think people are like, that's not real, and you're lying, and it's fake. And I'm like, it's not fake. I promise. It's not fake news. It's real. It is real. So today I'm wearing, oh, I had to tell you first. Um, today I was listening to My Favorite Murder, Yeah. and instead of talking about murders, they just answered random fan questions, which I'm cool with. Like, uh-huh. it was interesting to me. Yeah. But, um, they were talking about, like, if they could go back in time, when they go back in time to, right? Classic, like, icebreaker type of question thing. Sure. Oh, your poor eye is already twitching. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'll block it. No, you're fine. I, I just feel bad for you. It doesn't, like, distract me or anything. <laughs> I just you, feel bad. Are you sure? You noticed yeah. it almost before I did. <laughs> Just this see time, because I'm looking at I you. I need an eye patch. But anyway, um, they were talking about what time periods they want to go back to, and it was hilarious to me specifically because Karen picked like times where specifically a lot of crime was happening <laughs> that she knows about. Sure. I mean, like the first one, she was like, "I want to go back to Jack the Ripper times, yeah. and be in England and be like, what's going on? <laughs> solve it.' I, I, she didn't even mention solving it. She just wants to be there in the panic and like people freaking out. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. It was funny to me. But my favorite part was when she was trying to figure out the name of a time period. And she also said the Victorian era, whenever that is. And I'm like, I understand. Sure, yeah. I don't, like, precisely <laughs> know the dates of what it is. Yeah. So I get it. It's fair. Yeah. And, like, I don't expect people to know, yeah. like, the order in which they go. Because I've taken classes just on some of those time periods, and I still don't really know when they begin and when they end. The exact and dates. Yeah. And even sometimes what order they're in, it's like, yeah. I don't know. You just kind of have a feeling. You're like, eh, that probably goes after. Yeah, that seems like it happens later. Yeah. Um, but she was like, first she was like, you know, the time after the Dark Ages. She's like, it's like the Dark Ages, which we don't call anymore. It's the Middle Ages. Because uh, it's like, ooh, it's evil and bad. <laughs> and everyone and is full of crying and dragons dying. Dragons and plague and wizards. <laughs> yeah, it's just the, the Middle Ages, in case you're wondering. Uh, That's what we call it now. But um, anyway, she's like, after the Dark Ages, there's a time when everyone dies of the plague. And I'm like, nope, that's in the Dark Ages. That's, that's, that's why they called it that. That's in it. That's, it's inside that's that. That's right in and it. And she's like, but after that, oh there's this gosh. time where everyone dies of the plague. And then, like, after that, then, like, people, there's so much land and, like, accessibility to things. And there's so much food compared to people, which is true, um, that all of those people now are, like, much richer than people used to be. because Right. They have, like, the, bargaining power. Yeah. And the, like, ratio of people to resources is much different. Yeah. And it's, like, a much better ratio for you to be, like, rich. 
Um, all of which is true. And so I was like, yeah, good job. Um, but she could like never said the word Renaissance. And the whole time I'm like, it's the Renaissance. That's what you're talking about. Thinking Renaissance. And then she's like, it's like the Reformation. I'm like, no, that's too late. And she's like, or like the Enlightenment. I'm like, way too late. No, no, no. And Close. then <laughs> I know, like it's right after. It's um, you got the right idea. Yeah. Like mm. she knows kind of what over they're going. Yeah. But then every, con- every time I'm like, no, it's the Renaissance. She just and, and then think she's think of the word. <laughs> she she started couldn't talking think of the about, word. And she's like, I just want to be in the time when people are like, look at this painting of this angel I made. And I'm like, it's the Renaissance. That's what it is. What I love is that in that time, <laughs> people are so rich, they start it's basic it turns into like a weird uh, like Patreon situation where people are like, yeah. can you draw my fetishes? And no, all the totally. artists are like, absolutely. Sure. So it's not just can uh, uh, can you uh, look at this drawing of an angel I made? It's like look at this horny angel I made. Yeah, they're like sexy. Angel look at this I hot made. body on this angel. <laughs> it's so true. But it was just so funny listening to her. And I'm like, this is how you feel when you're, you know, a historian listening to people talk about it. It's yeah. like, I don't even know them that well. But I'm like, no, you mean the Renaissance. Or like when she's like, after the Dark Ages, when the plague happens, I'm like, no, that's in that's in the Middle Ages. They didn't. That's, that's in why it. it's called that. I think, I think sometimes people will, like, have an early Renaissance. Uh, whatever. And, like, in certain parts of, like, like Southern Italy... They'll like kind of include that early 1400s, but it's not really. It's not really. In my like, in my class that I had about the Renaissance, uh, I think it was like, I think it was just about the Renaissance. I'm trying to remember if it was Renaissance and Reformation, and it might have been, but it might have also just been the Renaissance. Um, I think ours didn't start like technically, it was until like the 14. I want to say 60s. Yeah, that's more like normal. That, yeah. And that's still kind of early. Right, but it was like when it begins, like yeah. when people start doing the art and stuff and like really caring about it yeah. and being like, Greek people are cool. Let's look at all their stuff and just <laughs> believe it outright. Yeah. But yeah, it was just, it was funny to me that I'm like, no, it's this, it's this. Like when I was yelling at Great British Bake Off, I was yeah. like, why are you doing Mexican stuff? It doesn't make sense. Why are you doing Mexican food for the tutors? What's happening? Um, Spanish Tudor Rose. What? Uh, excuse me? Hey? <laughs> oh, but I also, to introduce this episode, I wanted to explain how I stumbled upon this as a topic. Oh and you gosh. were there, so you there. already know. I was but there. But I want to tell I ex- listeners. I experienced this. Because some podcasts have, like, money, and so they hire people who, like, look stuff up. Yeah. Um, this podcast is only Haley and me. Mm-hmm. That's it. It's a labor of love. Also, this yeah. is hysterical history. Oh, yes. Hello. <laughs> I'm Alexis. I'm Haley. And, and we, we do... This is our podcast. Yeah. It's weird comedy, history, fun junk. But, like, times. all the graphics are made by Haley. And all of the editing is done by me. And all the research is done by whoever is doing their episode. Yeah. So there's no interns. Yeah, we don't there's have any no, like silent people who help us with things. It's you, me, and the egg. Yeah, <laughs> the mighty dark egg of sound dampening, <laughs> which is why we sound so good. Except for me, because I have a cold. <laughs> That's true. I also still a little bit have a cold, but it's mostly gone. 
Anyway, but so we, yeah, we don't have researchers or, like, people to look stuff up and be like, hey, this would be a good idea. Right. So we just have to scour the internet until we find something that would be a good idea. Yeah. And I've been reading, like, a lot of, like, funny, hysterical, history-type list thingies, like, books of just, like, here's events that are funny. Did you know this happened? And I've done some of my episodes on those. And so usually I put in, like, a decent amount of effort. Or, like, like the one time with our Death to Kings episode, I just Googled, like, funny Swedish history. And then it was like, did you know this guy had this tattoo? (laughs) Funny, right? And I was like, that's weird. Why do you have that tattoo? And it was like, did you know he was French? (laughs) And I was like, I don't understand. I like that the funny part wasn't that he was French and that that's their king now. And so all their kings are French. It was like the funny part is just his tattoo. Yeah. It's like, isn't that nuts? And I'm like, but why? It's kind of nuts that... And then I just went down a freaking black hole of, like, what's happening. Like, Napoleon knew him, and he ended up being, like, more successful than Napoleon, but in all the weird, stupid ways. I had to hurt him really bad. Yeah. But anyway, so sometimes it's like that, where I'm, like, looking something up specifically, and then sometimes it's this conversation I had with Haley, where I asked her if she was allergic to pineapples, Mm -hmm. because you're allergic to some tropical fruit slash fruits. Uh, Yeah. Is it more than one? Mostly kiwi. Okay. Kiwi's the only one that I have a real reaction to. Mm -hmm. But you feel like you'll die? If I eat, like, raw mango, I'll get a little bit of a tickle. Okay. But it's not, like... And a reaction. Right, because I thought you had, like, another one, too. And so maybe it was mangoes I was thinking of. But, yeah, so you're, like, legitimately allergic to kiwis, which so is my mom. And then um, I, I was mentioning pineapple because I knew it was, like, another tropical fruit. So I think I was trying to think of mango, but then I was mm-hmm. thinking about pineapples. Because you got, like, a fruit cup and you left me some of it. And, like, mostly it was, like, pineapple in it. Which <laughs> um, you know that I really like pineapples. Yeah. And so I thought that was maybe why. But then I... Alyssa mentioned that. She was like, oh, that's nice. And I was like, I think it's that she's allergic to them, though. So I think that's part of why she left them for She's me. not being nice. She didn't want to die. <laughs> no. <laughs> not that I didn't think you were being nice. It was just also that I thought you were allergic to them. And then I asked you if you were allergic to them, and you said you think maybe a little bit? Mm-hmm. Explain. I mean, same thing with mangoes. There's the, the tickle. Yeah, and, like, your tongue feels weird. And I can have it on pizza, but that's once it's, like, cooked. Cooked, yeah. I assume it, like... Kills all the bad stuff the, when you cook it. Whatever enzymes are reacting yeah. weirdly with you. Well, so you said that, that, like, makes your throat tickle and it makes your tongue feel weird. And then I was like, no, that's everybody. That's <laughs> that's all people who eat pineapple. Mm, that's not good. And then immediately Haley was like, what? Like, that, like, did not believe me. It's like, that can't be true. And I'm like, yeah, because the pineapple's trying to eat you. <laughs> Explain. And which Haley gave me one of the most horrified faces I've ever seen her have. It was just like, what? I and mean, that's like, not how you expect the, <laughs> the conversation dis- to go. I'm just very disturbed. You do not expect the conversation to go, oh, that's how pineapple works. It's Cthulhu. It's trying to eat you. What? It's trying to eat you back. Oh, it wants to eat pineapple as zombies. <laughs> well, except for they aren't eating their own what? kind. They're just eating humans. I mean, zombies don't eat zombies. Zombies eat humans. I know, but they used to be humans. Oh, I get I mean, maybe pineapples used to be humans. <laughs> I don't think so. We don't know. Conspiracy theories. They're trying begin. to eat us. There's so much about pineapples. <laughs> we, we just don't know. We just don't what know. What are pineapples? No. We just don't know. Maybe they were humans before. Okay. They weren't. Um, but anyway, 
But I was like, because uh, as soon as I say something confidently and someone questions me, I'm immediately like, I have to look it up because I could be lying or I could have heard uh, that from a source that's not correct. Sure. And then assumed it was true. Because I don't often, like, you know, despite being a historian, I don't often put a lot of effort into my fact-checking. Because, yeah. like, most of the time it doesn't really matter yeah. until I say something like this and then somebody's like, uh, I don't think so. What the I'm hell? Like, what do you mean it. it's eating me? Don't and lie. So I was like, okay, hold on. I gotta, don't lie to me. <laughs> I gotta Google it. So I Google, like, pineapples eat you back. <laughs> Question mark. Is the pineapple eating me? Right. And then, of course, immediately it's a whole bunch of, like, scientific articles that are like, yeah, it is. It's trying. Huh. And I'm like, yeah, it's this. And she looked this up, like, on the, like, in the same conversation. Yeah. And, like, moments later, I was just like, is it going to eat you? Like, does it try to eat is, you? Is and, it? And trying? the it was like, yeah. Is it trying Isn't to eat you? Isn't that cool? Yes. I'm like, no, it's not cool. <laughs> And then I had to get up off the couch and leave because I was so yeah, upset. you were very upset. <laughs> I was going to say, this is the start of our spooky episodes, uh, and you might not think pineapples are spooky, but Haley's afraid of them now. So. They're, they're evil. Listen to <laughs> it. It's a fruit that tries to eat you back. It's true. Um, but the article that I read, because you wanted me to figure out how much or how long you would have to sit like meat and pineapple juice for it to like consume a human body. Yeah, <laughs> that's what you're asking. Yeah, for. like how, which you know, how long before like you if, could you could Breaking Bad a body in a bathtub? If the NSA wasn't looking at my <laughs> stuff already. <laughs> It's for a novel, a podcast. It's like, no, it's like, I have such suspicious search results. Like, yeah. And I know people say that all the time, but I really think that mine are suspicious. Because, like, the other day, somebody in my um, office group, my favorite mock duck, yeah. they said that the reason that Toby went to Costa Rica is because he's a Scrant Strangler and they didn't extradite to America. Oh, okay. And I was like, but they said they learned that from a forensic files. And I was like, hold on, though. Like, how huh. long ago was that? Because sure. I can't believe they don't do it now. Sure. Um, and so, and I've looked up lists of countries with extradition to America before. And Costa Rica definitely wasn't on the list of countries that won't do it. Pretty sure if <laughs> the people who live there are considered citizens, they will extradite. Yeah. Um, that's like saying Texas well, won't no, extradite. that's Puerto Rico. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, they're confusing. Costa Rica is another country. That but, is another country. Um, when I looked it up, it was like, no, it was like in the late 80s, early 90s, they, we had an agreement with them. Okay. So I, I posted that on there. And you know, I was like, I should have put like, not to be an Oscar, you know, but. <laughs> uh, but uh, I'm going to be an Oscar. But I Googled it. Well, actually. Well, actually. <laughs> and so I posted it. I was like, according to CostaRicaLaws.com, we do. <laughs> have an extradition agreement with them since like the early 90s so if that was toby's plan he's an idiot and he needs to look stuff up he didn't plan what well. a dummy like they especially because the office is such a recent you know show that i'm like you have google just look it up it's not hard it took me two seconds or maybe he's not a murderer and he just went on vacation right <laughs> it's possible but, it's I'm saying, but i was possible. like if that was his plan he sucks at plans yeah which then makes me think maybe he's not a serial killer <laughs> The fictional character, Toby Flanderson. Anyway, but oh, so, oh, I just have suspicious search results. So it's like, oh, sure. Does Costa Rica extradite? And then, like, a, you know, that was like a few days after me being like, how much pineapple juice does it take to dissolve a body? Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, that won't look suspicious when I buy just like a butt ton of it comparatively to like yeah. chemicals. <laughs> I mean, was the next search result then 
where do I buy pineapple juice in bulk? In bulk, yeah. It wasn't, so maybe I'm okay. So you're probably fine. <laughs> but the article that I stumbled upon while doing that search was the one that led me down the rabbit hole of learning about the history of pineapples, mm-hmm. which is surprisingly weird. Uh, maybe unsurprisingly. Unsurprisingly weird. It is weird. The most surprising thing would be if it was, like, normal, if they were actually yeah. <laughs> just fruit. Like, whatever. Perhaps. No. From this planet. <laughs> so, but that article was the University of Melbourne. It was a blog post by someone named uh, SHW. So thanks, dude. Or lady. Person. Shua. Being. Shua. Um, and it was called... The flesh-eating pineapple, its historical popularity, and a new cancer treatment? Which, you know. (laughs) Is that a cancer treatment? Everyone thinks that uh, everything is the new cancer treatment, which is good in the way that, like, yeah, test everything, and I'm into that. Yeah. But um, I guess there's actual evidence that the enzyme that, you know, eats (laughs) the meat, tries to eat your meat, will also specifically eat cancer cells. But then how do you train it to know which ones are the cancer cells? I I mean, when they did it, they said, I think, that it only ate the cancer cells. And it left all the regular ones alone. Maybe it just, it, like, burned itself out. I have no idea. But that means pineapple is a cancer (laughs) zombie. It's sentient. (laughs) It's a zombie cancer. It knows. Anyway, um, but that led me down this rabbit hole of pineapples and we're going to talk about pineapples today didn't expect that did you so Haley, do you Mm. know when the first time is that people from the new world interact or people from the old world went to the new world and interacted with pineapples uh 17 somethings no no columbus oh it's unexpected in the 1490s that's Explains a lot. <laughs> so he goes to this village mm. of Carib Indians. I didn't know we had pineapples over on that side of the world. I thought they were a very, like, Pacific Ocean thing. Uh, we're going to talk about it. Yeah. I'm, I'm saying New World, like, South America is where yeah. he's going. Yeah, but, like, oh. I didn't even think they were down there. Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you in a minute. But so he goes there, and he goes this... Uh, village of Carib Indians, and while they're walking into the village, there's, like, wooden pillars that have snakes carved into them, and it's all spoopy, and he's like, uh-oh. Um, and his crew comes upon big cook pots that are filled, apparently, with human body parts. Cool. <laughs> because Carib, the word, means cannibal. <laughs> So they go into this cannibal village. I don't know if they know that they're cannibals until they get to the point on their walk where there are people being roasted in cook pots. Yeah. But um, now they do. And this is the fittingly first place they interact with pineapples. Now you know. Which are also trying to eat human flesh. Surprisingly cannibalistic for an episode by you. Yeah. I mean, it's not that I don't like cannibalism as a topic. <laughs> I just don't like when I have to hear about people uh, actually ingesting, like, their relatives and stuff. So it's okay if it's not their relatives? It's less disturbing to me. I mean, they're And usually... when it's not for, like, health. Oh. When it's, like, for food, it's not as, like, weird or creepy to me. Or for fun? Yeah. When it's for food... <laughs> 
I'm okay with it. If it's for sustenance or just for parties, it's well, fine. Well, I don't like it for fun. Okay. I don't think they're eating people for fun. No, but that's what I asked. Like, oh, medicine is gross. I was saying I don't like it for medicine, and then you said or for fun. So I don't like it for medicine or fun. Oh, gotcha. Just for food. I see. If you got to eat, I get it. So, you know. But no, not for a good time. <laughs> And I, I like it a little bit. I, I would love if they weren't actually cannibals and they just saw white people coming in. And so they started, like, they had some dead bodies laying around and they just started cooking them to scare them. <laughs> like, that would be yeah. also very fun. That to would me. also be great. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so Christopher Columbus, I have a quote here, is credited with discovering the pineapple on the island of Guadalupe in 1493, although the fruit had long been grown in South America. So Mm. you didn't discover anything. And this is a, you know, common narrative in Western history uh, where we discover things that people have been using forever. (laughs) Columbus discovered this, but it's like, no, No. it was already discovered. I mean, they didn't know it was there, but that's Europeans' fault. It was there already. Right, it's not new. (laughs) Don't, Don't fool yourself. Don't joke yourself. Not even really the first, like, uh, Eastern continent person to be in the right. New World either. So, like, whatever. So, shut up. But anyway, um, the South American Guarani Indians call it Nanya or Ananya or Anana. I don't know which one because some of them have. Oh, that's very similar to the, like, Finnish Nordic words for pineapple. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm, weird. Which is why if you say, like, Satan's pineapple, it ends up being a really long, funny word that's like satananananananas in uh, Finnish. Um, But in their language, it means excellent fruit. Oh, okay. So they're all about it. They like pineapple. They think it's a good time. Um, And, like, the Europeans are, like, tripping balls about pineapples. Yeah. Because they're so, like, weird looking. They're so weird. They look crazy. Especially if you've never seen any, like tropical spiny type fruit yeah you know all the fruits that you know are like kind of smooth and you can eat the outside of most of right. them like grapes you just like, like bite like fruits into that it. they have are like grapes and apples and stuff right. um and so that's like the normal things for them and then they see this and they're like what the f is happening and then they're like it doesn't look edible like everything about a pineapple looks like it doesn't want you to eat it it doesn't it and doesn't then- <laughs> alexis <laughs> even the inside doesn't want you to eat it um, and that, like, you can't, or I think you can technically eat the core, but it's, like, it's not good and it's what, really hard. What's the core? Of the pineapple. What? I thought it was hollow on the inside. There's, like, so there's, like, the the top of the pineapple, right, yeah. the leaves. The leaf And bits. then on the outside there's, like, the skin that's really hard. Yeah. And, like, you basically have to cut off. And then inside there's, like, a core and the fruit on the rest of it. So if you skin it, you can't really, like, see the core specifically, but it's, like, this part at the top where you break off the leaves. Mm. There's, like, a core in there. And I read somewhere that it is edible, but they're, like, really hard, usually. And so it's, like, yeah. you don't want to eat it. Sure. But it's not, like, a pit. It's not, like, like mangoes or something. Right. Huh. But, yeah. So it's, yeah, you can eat it in there, but you shouldn't. Okay. It's gross. But anyway, so they get in there, you know, and they, like, open them up, and they're just like, what's happening? It's crazy. Um, and apparently he's the one who named it pineapple because they said the outside looks like a pine cone, which is true. Yeah. If you don't have any more references. And I'm like, yeah, it's pretty pine cone Sure. And, um, the inside has a firm interior pulp like an apple. 
And I'm like, I, I mean, I guess. It's not nearly as, like, crunchy no. as an apple. The, the apple part is what bothers me the most, because I'm like, it doesn't really have anything to do with apples. Like, they're way sweeter than apples. They're way different texture than apples. I don't really get it. If you're a fool Christopher Columbus. <laughs> well, and if you don't have other, like, references for things, I like, guess. I know three fruits, <laughs> and this is the only one that it's... Even similar It's a to. little bit like this, right? Because right. they're nothing like grapes, and I, I don't even know what other fruits they have going on at the time. Do they have, like, peaches and lot. stuff? I don't think so, but I don't know. Like, I don't know where peaches come from. I don't know a lot about where foods come from. I'm yeah. going to be honest. Uh, apples come from the Middle East. Right. Um, grapes. I'm actually not sure with grapes, but definitely Mediterranean. Mm-hmm. Right, grapes and olives. And after that, I don't care. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff yeah. that it was like they wanted me to learn in history class, and I just don't care enough. So today I'm going to sound really smart because I know everything <laughs> about pineapples now because I yeah. read eight articles. You're going to be like me with crocodiles at a new party. You're going to go to a party and be like, let me talk about pineapples. Yeah. I'm like, why do you like Amazing. pineapples so much? Listen. So, um, they were also really excited, Columbus, because you know they're over in the new world to, like, find gold, mostly. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, useful things that will make them rich. Um, but also, they're really interested in finding sweet things because sugar is, like, available, but it's really expensive. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. They're also, like, racist, and so they don't want to trade with people <laughs> right. in the Middle East. I mean, there's a reason why the first thing they do when they, like, set up colonies in the New World is, like, a lot of slave plantations with sugar cane. Exactly. It's because they want that sugar. And so when he tastes this pineapple, he's like, oh, man, this is so sugary. Right. Like, if we can take this back and grow this, like, that's going to be a game changer for sugar. And we mm-hmm. won't have to buy it from these gross people in the Middle East that we don't like. This will be a big win for sugar. <laughs> for Europe. Because, man, it's been so long since Europe had a win. Gotta get something going on. But, yeah, so he's really excited about that. And I think because it's so unique and weird that he's like, oh, man, royal people are going to be stoked on this. And they're mm-hmm. going to love me yeah. so much. Because like, they're kind of, like, iffy about me right now. <laughs> yeah. Because I had to go beg a different country's people to let me go. Right. But um, this is going to be, like, they're going to be way into this. And so they put a whole bunch of pineapples in their boat, and they go home. I mean, I'm sure they take other stuff, but, like, they're real excited specifically about pineapples. Like syphilis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, lots of other fun stuff they lots, take back. Lots of other fun but stuff. But <laughs> this, we're specifically, this episode is about pineapples. Yeah. Um, but the Carib Indians, they don't grow pineapples mm-hmm. naturally. They're not from there. They're, like... A nomadic people on like canoes, sure. and so they just like bum around and like take people's stuff, basically. Yeah. Which makes sense. They're also cannibals, so they're not like the most morally upright people in the world. Um, and so they run around and they like raid people's stuff and like just snatch up some things. So really, pineapples. Um, we generally in America associate them with Hawaii. Yeah. Hawaii's big pineapple time, but they are not native to Hawaii. Yeah, okay. Um, they are brought there much later, and they're really from the Orne- Orneoco Basin in South America, which mm. is like a basin drained by the Orneoco River 
and it's the it covers most of Venezuela and eastern parts of Colombia. So it's up tucked in that like northern part of South America. Sometimes I'm really sad that we've pretty much traveled all over this planet. And like there's no chance of like going somewhere on a plane or a boat and landing on a in a place that like no one knew existed in your old place. Oh, sure. And, like, finding foods that no one has ever seen before. I still think the food thing is possible. Like, there are lots of islands undiscovered in lots of places that no one's ever been to. Like, you can still buy deserted islands and stuff. But outside, like, going to another planet, it's very, very difficult to replicate. That's true. I'm okay with it just because I feel like it makes us... More united and hopefully less, like, racist and terrible. Yes. So, yay! It's been going very well so far. Yeah. I mean, you know. So, yeah, it starts in, like, Venezuela and Colombia, and then it makes its way around to, like, the Caribbean and Central America and Mexico, so it's pushing up north because people are like, these are tasty and cool, maybe we can grow them. And they can. And so they get up there and they get cultivated by Aztecs and Mayans and... All sorts of people you've heard of, <laughs> unlike these other people I was talking about, who you've probably never heard of. I wonder why no one ever mentions that, like, Aztecs had pineapples. I don't know. Never heard that Me before. neither. But apparently, they did. Also, it's weird to me that they're apparently very easy to grow. Uh, I'm going to talk about that in a minute. <laughs> um, so Columbus uh, takes pineapples to the Spaniards and is like, look how cool this is. Um, and then the Spaniards take it to the Philippines, and then eventually it gets to Hawaii. So that's how it gets over, which is weird, because then it goes, like, all the way around the earth to wrap back around to get to Hawaii, sure. even though you yeah. could have gone the other way. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so that's how it eventually gets to Hawaii, which is where I know them to be from. Um, and growing them is the problem, uh, in Europe specifically. Europe's not really a tropical place. No. And, um, even though, as my research says, they are actually quite easy to grow, as long as your, uh, temperature is pretty, like, temperate in the high degrees, um... As long as you're in Mesoamerica, (laughs) or, like, the Amazon Basin. Yeah, or, like, you know, the Philippines. (laughs) Um, tropical places, it works really easily. Um, but not so much in Europe. So they could, like, maybe grow it in some parts of Italy or Greece or Spain, but not much else. Yeah, and even that, it's like, Cause they it's still not going to be consistently hot enough. Because they still have winters. Yeah, that's winters. the problem, and they'll kill everything. Mm-hmm. Um, also, uh, because of this, you know, like, inability to control their climate very well, how long do you think it takes before they can cultivate pineapples in Europe? Like, they can eventually. Oh, um, I don't, I don't know. From like when Columbus comes back, how long? How many years do you think it takes? Uh, two two hundred years. It does two hundred years, and then finally they figure it out. <laughs> I'm imagining like whenever they get around to making greenhouses. It's a little bit before that, actually. Um, it's like the precursor to greenhouses, which is hothouses. Sure. Which are terrible. <laughs> I'll let you know. Mm, hothouses. So, but we're going to go back in time. So way before they're able to do anything, he gets there and he's like, pineapples are cool. And they're like, whoa, crazy. And then they eat them and they're like, oh my gosh, it's so good and tasty. Because these are people who don't have sugar. I mean, yeah. I guess royal people maybe, but like 
most of these people probably don't have any sugar on a regular basis. Right. So, like, the first time they eat sugar, they're just like, what is happening? Because it's so good, and their body is so happy. Because it's like, oh, man, this is going to be so easy to store into fat. Yes! That's what I want. And they get all the endorphins, and it's a great time. And so they get there, and then people are like, dude, pineapples are dope. And this is actually one of the things that really, I think, helps spawn, um, like, gardening societies in Europe Mm. in general, Mm -hmm. is because they get all these plants from the New World, and then they're like, how do you do this? Like, what are we (laughs) supposed to do? They're not like... Like any, like you don't, you can't just put it in the ground and leave it alone. Right, it's not like potatoes where they'll grow out of your ears if you want them to. Right, like this is like takes uh, artistry and effort uh, and like study, and so people get really into like horticulture stuff. I think partially because of that, mm-hmm. um, and I'm sure people were already into it, but like also there's a you know because of the Renaissance, there's a big time where it transitions from like must make food to survive to like I can have hobbies like growing plants from other nations far away that don't grow here. Right. And I can spend, like, a lot of time on it because someone will pay me. I'm just going to grow pineapples. That's going to be my life. And so, um, oh, I just have, like, random pineapple facts sprinkled in here for you. So just they'll come up, and there you go. Uh-oh. Like, the most common pollinator of a pineapple are hummingbirds. Oh, nice. I mean, it's cute. Um, and pollination is required for seed formation. The presence of seed negatively affects the quality of the fruit. I don't really know what that means. They, but in Hawaii, because they make so many pineapples now, they import hummingbirds. Oh, how cute. To, like, take care of them. <laughs> That's so cute. <laughs> They're like, we need you. Help us. Instead of, like, finding another way to do it or doing it by hand, they're like, we just ship in a ship. whole bunch of hummingbirds. Catch up. How do they catch them? With the Pokeballs. <laughs> Exciting. Gotta catch them uh, all. There are also certain wild pineapples that are bat-pollinated. Makes so that's sense. that's cool. Oh, and they do the exact opposite that most flowers do, so they open up at night so the bats will mm. come and then close during oh, the day. Oh, little fruit bats. Right. Yeah, cute. I like it. Also, um, I had to look this up because one article told me this, and I was like, that cannot possibly be true. And then I Googled it, and Google was like, yeah, that's true. And I'm like... I don't understand how this is feasible. Um, every pineapple plant only makes one pineapple. Like ever? Yeah. Ever? And it, then it dies? Yeah. Why? Well, I don't know if it dies, but oh. it just gives you one. I have no idea why. But yeah, you just get one. So they gotta like get new ones all the time. So after it makes its one pineapple, then you just like tear it up and put it in a new one? <laughs> I guess. What? I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me. But you can grow a pineapple tree just if you break off the top of the pineapple and, like, plug it in. Oh. So that's probably what they do. Hmm. But, yeah, it's very weird. Um, hmm. They also grow on, like, weird bushes. They're not, like, trees. They're not right. tall. That's the most disappointing thing about pineapples. <laughs> you want you want them to be bananas, yeah. but they're pineapples. Uh, or, like, coconuts. Yeah, yeah, imagine them being tall. And then they're just, like, little weird bushes. Like, yeah, like spicy. like, little weird, like, they're, like, little aloe bushes. Yeah. You're like, what are you? And they only give you one pineapple. You only get one pineapple. Right, which is, like, that sucks. How long does it take for it to pineapple? I think it's, like, a year. That's... It's a long time. Man, you got to be really desperate and white to want to grow these. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Oh, no. Anyway. Um, oh, and I, we were talking about earlier that they are, like, pretty 
growable. Mm-hmm. Um, they're a terrestrial tropical plant, but a remarkably desiccation tolerant. Sure. Uh, as it possesses a range of leaf adaptations that help it cope with drought. Cool. So it's cool with, like, not a lot of water. It's just got to be a good temperature. So it makes sense why it's, like, growing in, like, the middle of Mexico. Yeah. Like, it doesn't need it to be crazy humid or, like, super, you know, you don't have to have, like, big irrigation systems. It just needs it to be a good temperature all the time. Yeah. (laughs) Which is not Europe. So, just It just can't get cold. Um, Also, Magellan apparently found pineapples in Brazil in 1519, and by 1555, they were being exported with gusto to England. Gusto. (laughs) With gusto. Send them to England. I'm Um, surprised they lasted the journey. I wonder how they preserved them. The thing is... Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Most of them don't. (laughs) I'm sure. That's the problem. But, like, how did any of them... Um, I think they just pick them real early. Hmm. And they just don't, as far as I could read, it says they don't ripen anymore after you pick them, which I think that means, like, they don't grow anymore. You know, like, they don't get any bigger, and they don't, like, I don't know. And they have that rind on them, so they're... Yeah, they have, like, a natural defense and stuff. It's not like you're transporting cherries or something. And they're supposed to be stored, like, even when you buy them, they're supposed to be stored, like, out of refrigeration. Like, it doesn't help them. So... It's possible. It's like with but the, it's like with the length not good. with the length of some of those those boat trips, you could yeah. just you could just bring a plot of dirt and plant pineapples. <laughs> yeah, just put the head in it and be like, go. And have work. pineapples fresh by the time you got to England. <laughs> One pineapple. Italy or wherever Magellan came from. Where was Magellan from? Spain? I wanna say Italy? he's Italian. Italy? He feels Italian. He's not me. my favorite explorer. He's one of my favorite. I did a report about him in fifth grade. Magellan? Yeah. I don't remember where he's from. What's his real name? Magellan. <laughs> Just one name, like Cher? Yeah. Oh, you mean his first name? Yeah. I think it's like Ferdinand or something. That but that sounds might be right. wrong. That sounds right. <laughs> I did it in fifth grade. I don't remember. <laughs> that was what? How old was I? That was 16 years ago. Yeah. I'm not sure what yeah. his name is. But anyway... Um, where do you think is the first place where they officially grew a pineapple in Europe? Where did they, they mm. finally nailed it? France? No. Germany? No. England? No. Italy? No. Switzerland? No. Seychelles? <laughs> no. That's it's actually in... north. North? Yeah. Uh, Really, Sweden. It's in the Netherlands. Oh, no, that's not that north. It is from most of your guests. <laughs> from your guests. Your guesses. You said north, I'm like, uh, the Arctic Circle. The island. <laughs> we learned recently that Iceland's name in Icelandic is island. <laughs> so, it just means island. Shout out to you, oh, Iceland. We have a listener in Reykjavik. What's up? But that's so disappointing because the story that I was always told was yeah. that they like switched Iceland and Greenland so right. people would not want to go to Iceland. I mean, that's probably fake. That's it's prob- too funny to it's be real. It's too funny to be real. <laughs> But it just means island. Yeah. That, that makes more sense. I mean, I think that might be true in English, but like in Icelandic, their their word means I, island. Yeah. But I, I don't know if their word is Iceland, because we call it different things. Who knows? To email us, Iceland, to tell us. <laughs> uh, anyway, so this guy, John Parkinson, from the he was a royal botanist to Charles I. 
and in 1640, he oh, he just he describes pineapples because they're trying to grow them real bad, so hard to do, and he describes it as scaly like an artichoke at the first view, but more like a cone to the pine tree, which we call a pineapple for the form, being so sweet in taste and smell as if wine, rose water, and sugar were mixed together. You're not going to make me like pineapple, but... I'm not trying to. I... I'm just telling you, people are losing <laughs> their minds about pineapples. Losing their minds. It's because it's taking over their minds. It's and eating he, them. he wrote that before they had even gotten to Britain. He had, like, tasted one. Yeah. And he was just like, whoa. This is... Whoa. I'm losing my mind. Game changer. Yeah. So, they have the problem to move them. So, they're like, we need to grow them. But then it's really hard <laughs> to do because their weather's bad. And finally, they're able to do it um, in the early 18th century. Um, they had some plants. They did have them growing in um, Spain sometimes. Okay. And some of southern Europe, they were doing that. Um, so, I guess they probably grew them first. So, you're probably right. But... Um, they were trying to get them to grow year-round, and the warmth and humidity needed was just not, like, feasible yeah. in any other places. And even then, I think they had to do some, like, finagling to get them to keep <laughs> going in the winter. plant finagling. Yeah. So, uh, in the Netherlands, they, for some reason, they got real excited about growing stuff. And yeah. Like, my, my note says, European pineapple cultivation was pioneered in the Netherlands. Netherlands get excited about growing a lot of stuff. They just hey. love, yeah, <laughs> that's true. They just love horticulture. Yeah. And so, um, there was a trade monopoly with the Netherlands uh, and the Caribbean because of the Dutch West India Company. <laughs> So they got good access to those sweet pineapples, and they're not paying a lot of money. Uh, and that was established in 1621. So they're like, we can do this. We just got to, like, do some math and science. <laughs> we just got to math. And figure it out. And so they get a whole bunch of them in the form of seeds, uh, suckers, and crowns. I don't know what suckers are. Crowns are the top part. I mean, suckers is when uh, you you cut off the top part and the core sprouts appendages. Oh. And they will latch onto your face and then they actually eat you with mm. the beak apparatus. That's interesting. It kind of becomes an octopus. For a second I was like, Haley knows stuff about plants. And I was like, no, she doesn't. <laughs> She's lying. She's lying. Oh, Haley knows things. Uh, well, you, got, you know going. things about things that I never know you know. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because we don't talk about plants. Yeah. So why would I know that no you know would, things? No one would ever talk about plants. No one would ever willingly talk about pineapples. Anyway, Agnes Block <clears throat> is believed to be the first person to fruit a pineapple in Europe. Hey, good girl. On her estate in Vilhefrof near Leiden. It, it's impossible. No, it isn't. I tried. It's impossible. There's so many J's and things in there. It's, I can't. And then it's none of it's like pronounced the way no. you think it should be. Right. It's not even close to English. It's not. It's bad. So it's, sorry. Sorry. But um, way to be, Agnes. Agnes, you're, you're slaying. You're just knocking it out of the park. So then they're like, oh, it's possible. <laughs> oh, we <laughs> can do it. Did it? We just needed a woman on it. And <laughs> so. Fine. Dutch growers, it says, join the challenge, <laughs> including Jan Komelin, 
at the Amsterdam Hortus Botanical Garden between 18 or 1688 and 1689. Yeah, and Casper Fagel at his seat, uh, De Leeuwenhorst in Nordwilleherhert. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so so sorry. It's, it's look at these words. I know. No, I like know. this this specifically. I know. It's I, impossible. There it's not real. No. It's not real. And Pieter de la Corte, who is a rich cloth merchant merchant mm-hmm. merchant. Mm-hmm. Merchant. Merchant. If you're French, you pronounce it Merchet. Merchant. In um Dierhocht near Leiden. And he devised his own system of growing pineapples. Like uh, magic. Yeah. And many British gardeners were sent to his estate to learn how to do it. <laughs> Send all of the, the interns down. Teach my people how to do this magic. How do we create the, go- the golden cone <laughs> of beauty and elegance? <laughs> um, so William Bensnick, who is a close advisor of William III in the Netherlands, uh, is thought to have shipped the entire stock of Casper Fagel's pineapple plants over to Hampton Court in 1692. Oh, wow. So he, he like, grew a whole bunch, and they yeah. like, send them to England. We <laughs> just, need them. Just to rub it in their faces. And monarchs like Louis XV, Catherine the Great, and Charles II uh, were really into pineapples, apparently. Why have I never heard of this? I don't know. Why do you um, know? Why is there no, like, portrait of them? Like, Hold on. Charles II, uh, it says, who even commissioned a painting of his gardener presenting him with a pineapple. <laughs> Not only did someone uh, paint it, he commissioned it. He commissioned it. He, he loved it. it. He wanted And it's like his, and I've seen the picture. I can look it up for you, but it's King Charles II, mm-hmm. and his gardener is on one knee, like, proposing to That's him exactly how with a pineapple. Exactly how I was yeah. imagining it. In front of his estate. He's like, I want them to be on their <laughs> knee, presenting it like it's a Big Mac. No, Exactly. <laughs> In like, a little like gift it's box. A, like it's a McRib. And <laughs> yeah. it's back, baby. And it's back. <laughs> how different do the pineapples look in the portrait? Um, hold on, let me look it up. You know how, like, you look at old portraits of, like... Here, if I just, if oh. I just type Charles II pin, it's like Charles II pineapple painting? Is that mm. what you want? Pineapple pen? Is that what you want? I'm just curious, like, how much selective pineapple breeding they've been doing. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. Every now and then you'll see a portrait and they'll be like, so-and-so holding a kumquat. And it's like, that looks like a watermelon. How is it so different? It's like a pineapple on a stem. It's very small. You might not be able to see it without your glasses. (laughs) Oh, I see it. But it looks pretty much like pineapples. Uh, And it's not like just the pineapple. He, like, got a stalk with the pineapple on it. So he's like a flower. It's It's like, yeah, it's like a flower plant. It's cute. (laughs) It is very cute. And it's, like, like in front of his, like, gorgeous estate. And there's, like, a big, like, fountain. And there's, like, puppies running around. It's, like, legit. He wanted it to be cool. It is smaller than I usually think of pineapples being. It is quite small. Which which makes sense. I think it's not actually all the way grown either. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, it's pretty pineapple-y. But, uh, apparently, Heinrich Deckert is the person who painted that painting of Charles II. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was him being presented with a pineapple from John Rose, who is the most British name. Yeah. Who was his gardener to, or gardener to the Duchess of Cleveland. Okay. I forget. Sometimes that Cleveland is, like, from England. <laughs> yeah. And not Ohio. Mm-hmm. The Duchess of Cleveland. <laughs> the Duchess of Cleveland. Um, and I'm Dankert's so painting sorry. led to a common misconception that Rose was the first one who grew a pineapple in Britain. Mm. But he wasn't. He wasn't. 
It's just Charles was like, I want to look like a fancy boy. Paint me with a pineapple. He's my fancy boy. Um, so botanist Henry Tillend was a Dutch gardener to Sir Matthew Decker of Surrey. Um, and he was the first one who started doing uh, this, like, uh, hothouse situation. Mm-hmm. So he repurposed Tanner's bark, which is oak bark, um, from leather working to warm hothouses there. And bark stoves, also called pineapple pits or pineapple stoves, mm. were small glass-walled frames with holes in the ground with which the pineapples were potted and surrounded by layers of horse manure and tanner's bark. So... And then they light it up, 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 it's on fire. So the difference between a hot house and a greenhouse is the hot house is artificially heated? Yes. Okay. By poop. By, okay. <laughs> by poop and bark. So it's like what you use... To, like, not, like, the same exact things, but it's, like, kind of what you use, like, when you're a smith. Like, a leather worker or, like, a smith to, like, heat stuff up, but it's for right. pineapples. Yeah. Which seems just ridiculous to me. But amazing. They're desperate. They gotta get that next sugar hit. How can you do it? And so, and this is, like, 1720. So, we've already been able to grow them. Now they're just trying to grow them, like, efficiently. Sure. So he's like, this is how I'm going to get so many pineapples, and I'm going to be so rich. Mm-hmm. All I have to do is light all this poop on fire, and then, amazing. Yeah, And you have to do a careful mix of the right amount of manure and bark to get a good fermentation process that traps the heat in there. Keep it warm, and you have to have a whole bunch of maintenance. You have to like babysit it a lot. This sounds like the like something a hipster would do now. Yeah. Like no, you, it has to be the perfect fermentation process. One hundred percent. And it ha- no, it's like homegrown. Yeah, I homegrew this it's pineapple. Perfect. It took a year. It's perfect. <laughs> you only get one pineapple a year, <laughs> and then you have to do a whole new plant. Then, but it, it's uh, a labor of love. It's my proprietary manure yeah. system. Yep. Uh, I, oh I feed the horses the pineapple plant, and then they poop out more manure for me. The system feeds itself, it's man. Recycling. It's fine. <laughs> So in 1770, so there's they, he starts doing that, and then in 1770, there's a fruit cultivation guide comes out, Ooh. and they praise tanner bark and pineapple stoves of hothouses, exclaiming, "Thus we are enabled, when these bark stoves are rightly contrived, to preserve the most tender exotic trees and plants, which before <laughs> the use of the bark was introduced oh, were no. thought impossible to be kept in England." The impossible pineapple. But now we can do it because of the poop. I want a little, like, one of those I voted buttons. But Uh instead of that, it just has a picture of a pineapple and it says, thus we are enabled. (laughs) Thus we are enabled. (laughs) It's so intense, dude. (laughs) That's a thing. Like, yeah, I don't want you to think I'm trying to convince you pineapples are cool. It's just, like, other people were crazy about them. It's so weird reading historical accounts of things that are, like, normal now. Yeah. That it's like, dude, I could go buy a pineapple right now in Washington. I could go buy, like... A hundred pineapples yeah. right now. And they wouldn't even cost that much. No. And at this time, they're like, could we grow one? I'm losing my mind about it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's possible now, guys. <laughs> right. Whoa. It's only been oh 300 years since they got here. And now we can do it in England. Um, and this develops into a whole thing in England. And, like, my quote says, a full-blown pineapple mania. People are losing their minds. A hothouse industry? 
No, just about pineapples. Like in pop culture. Oh, yeah. People are obsessed with them. Got it. Um, they're, yeah, they're obsessed. People are obsessed with growing pineapples. But why obviously. have I never seen it in the literature? Just listen, Haley. I've never heard of it. But they grow, people are way into growing them, but they also will just like parade them around. So, like, people put them on their dinner table. So the <laughs> I have heard have of a, this. I have heard yeah, of this. People yeah. have a dinner party. Uh-huh. And they put a pineapple on the table, and then people are like, whoa. Like, they spent, they went all out on this party because they bought a pineapple. So, what I've heard is that people would rent out pineapples. They sure would. For special occasions. And people would be like, whoa, you got a pineapple. It's yes. like, but it's like, don't tell them we just rented it. Yeah. It's not actually our pineapple. No, it's true. <laughs> So, and even they, they would have to disguise, I think they, they would put a mark on the bottom of them to mm. know that it's, like, rented, so you need to bring mm. it back. So they would, like, put a whole bunch of other fruit around it so you couldn't see the bottom. Oh, gotcha. You gotta disguise. hide You gotta hide disguise. it. Disguise. People would also rent them to just bring them to parties, not who are throwing the party. Yeah. To just, like, walk into the party with a pineapple. Just because you're the coolest To carry person. it around. Right. Yeah. Like, it's your new purse. <laughs> it's your my, pineapple. My pineapple purse. Except for it doesn't carry anything except for juice and deliciousness. And sugar. It's full of sugar. Um, and instead of being eaten at these parties, they usually just sit there and people will keep them if they bought the pineapple. Obviously not if they rented it. They'll keep it until it just rots. They won't even eat it. It's too expensive to eat. It is. It's true. Um, Although at some point, if you're just going to let it rot anyway, you may as well. Well, and another one of my sources says they only ate them once they were getting rotten. Sure. Which is terrible. I mean, like, that's not good pineapple you, time. You should hollow one out and then just, like, stuff it. So then you have a stuffed pineapple that lasts forever. That would be smart. Why are you people... <laughs> why is the past stupid? I mean, eventually it will rot. <laughs> you just gotta, like, coat it with a lacquer Nothing or something. gold can stay, Haley. <laughs> Everything decays. Delicious, delicious golden <laughs> pineapple. So people, yeah, who can't afford to buy one or rent one. They would buy porcelain dishes and teapots in the shape of pineapples. That's so cute. Which then become, like, really <laughs> popular in, like, the 1760s, and people are like, well, look how cute this is. I, it looks just like that fruit we can barely grow. Do you have pictures? I have some pictures of some modern stuff, not of old stuff. Okay. I can try to look up some old I want to see some super vintage pineapple cups. I mean, it's going to be hard. That's, like, so many years ago. Um, That's why we I'll, got museums. I'll Google it. That's why we got museums. But um, in the 1700s and 1800s, artists started depicting pineapples to symbolize hospitality and generosity. Mm. So on napkins, tablecloths, wallpaper, bedposts, there would be drawings or carvings of pumpkins to make guests feel, or not pumpkins, I don't know why I said that. You know. Fall. Whatever. Pineapples to make guests feel welcome. Because now they feel like you're the most important person in the world. Look at all these pineapples all around. Not actual fruits, but things that are shaped like them. Yeah. Which makes you feel cool. Uh, which is fascinating. And I've never noticed this before, but multiple articles talked about this, and I have pictures to show you of things shaped like pineapples. The, um, the thing I'm thinking of now is, you know, like, terrible housewife recipes from, like, the yeah. 20s through, like, 40s, 50s, yep. and everything's pineapple-shaped? Was that still happening? Yeah. Like, people were still obsessed with... The pineapple? 100%. That's so weird. (laughs) That's exactly why. It's not so much that they're, like, obsessed with pineapples at that point. I'll talk about it. But it's just, like, the symbol becomes tied to hospitality 
like mm. intensely. That's so fascinating. And so even though like the reason is kind of gone, like the yeah. connection still exists. Gotcha. So the A to B to C becomes just an A to B. And people don't even I think know why. They're just like pineapple means hospitality. Yeah. Look how fancy I am. It's so weird. It's a pineapple made of spam and anyway, mayonnaise. So now that gardeners can grow pineapples. Yes. They're like, now we gotta grow better pineapples. Super pineapple. Because <laughs> you have to get the money. So you want to get the good ones. And they want to get, like, the varieties that won't grow still there. They want mm. those ones to grow. I, we always want what we can't have, There mainly. are varieties of pineapple? Uh, yeah. What are the varieties? I don't know. Like... I didn't look it up. Do you want me to look? Yeah. Varieties of pineapple. Smooth cayenne. Abacaxi. <laughs> do they... Do Queen. They, do they look very different? I don't see... I don't have pictures. Oh, okay. Red Spanish. <laughs> That's all this uh, list has on it. They they sound like they were starting to specialize in Europe a bit. <laughs> yeah. That, that they're divided into four. Those are their four categories. They all sound very spicy, too. Mm. Really? Cayenne pineapples? Yeah, the smooth cayenne, it says it's a spineless pineapple. Spineless. Uh, <laughs> It boasts sugary, low-fiber flesh and striped leaves. Oh. Oh. Fancy. Those aren't the ones we have. Um, Abacaxi is a spiny, disease-resistant variety that produces tall pineapples marked by white, nearly translucent flesh that is tender, juicy, and rich. Whoa. Also not ours. Translucent. Yeah. Fancy. Queen. Queen. Also known as common rough. Don't call it that. (laughs) That's the opposite of queen. Uh, Queen is a compact dwarf variety that has better tolerance of cold and disease than smooth cayenne. It produces dark yellow fragrant fruits with a small core. Hmm. It is commonly used to eat... It's most commonly used to eat fresh as it does not can well. Oh. And then red Spanish is a tough variety from the West, grown in the West Indies, Mexico, and Venezuela. Fruits are light yellow, high in fiber, aromatic. Not as tender as abacaxi, so it doesn't suffer from... As much from shipping, and um, that probably sounds like the one we eat. Hmm. The red Spanish. Good to know. There are many types. There are many books in the library. There are many pineapples <laughs> in Europe. So hot houses are happening. Mm-hmm. And so some of them are using bark, but there are also dry stoves in which the source of heat is not fermenting dung. Um, but instead now they're using flues and chimney pipes because why not? It's England. I mean, I would have thought they would just start with that. I don't know how popular it was in the early 1700s, I guess. Sure. Because that feels like a really like 1800s specific thing of like chimney sweeps and stuff. Sure. It's a very like Victorian era thing. Yeah. So maybe before that they just, they weren't totally operated on coal (laughs) in England. Yeah, sure. So they started with the dung. (laughs) And also like... I don't know. The connection for me with the dung and the bark makes sense because they're, like, inspired by other people who are heating that way. Yeah. So they're like, oh, like, that would work pretty well, right? And then it's like, yeah, except we want it hotter. So now we're going to burn coal. And it probably doesn't make it taste very good. It's got to seep in. Um, Blah, blah, blah. Oh, and, and it becomes an art, you know? The art of pineapple growing. Yeah. Everybody's way into it. In 1816, it was a remarkable achievement to do it properly. Those dung-covered heroes. 
Well, and that's before, um, and especially before they're doing it with hot water systems, because that happens later. Mm -hmm. That's in 1816, but before that, everybody thinks it's really cool if you could just do it at all. Right. Because You did the impossible. Um, and that, and that's, like, part of the big, like I said, founding of horticultural societies in the Victorian era, um, because a lot of it is about, like, pineapple specifically, (laughs) and how to do it. Um, and that's a tradition that lasts until the beginning of the 20th century. So weird. Of them being like, what's your method? How do we do it? So, why, I'm so confused by the pineapple. (laughs) Why? Hold on, I'm not done. Why? I mean, like, where? I you never see like British cuisine featuring pineapple. Mm-hmm. That's true. Where's the pineapple? <laughs> where did it go? <laughs> Is it just that it was like too expensive to really use in casual like recipes? I don't know. Why is there not pineapples all the place? Well, why is it all vinegar and vinegar? <laughs> And pigeon. Because it's just older. And pies. They're all about the old stuff. It's all like meat, pie, vinegar, chips. Hold on, Ailey. Where's the pineapple? <laughs> it was a fad and it's over. <laughs> it's what it wasn't for <clears throat> centuries. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> centuries long fad is over. So uh, I have a quote that says, however, the inevitable demise of the pineapple <laughs> as horticultural status symbol began with the arrival of oh, imported no. fruit from the Azores at the end of the 19th century. I'll do it. So the, at tail end of the 1800s, that's where the pineapples went. Those they were like, Azores. dude, we can just import them, whatever. What and we so just, then they don't care about are, growing them. What if we just import them? <laughs> what? what are we doing? What? Because now they have coal ships, yeah. steam-powered ships yeah. that can go fast. And so it's like now you can just import them and you don't have to spend all this effort growing them. And it's right. not as annoying. Also... In those hothouses, they were coal powering. I read in one source that they would have little boys who were working mm. there to make sure that it was a good temperature. I mean, that sounds on brand for the time. Yeah, but they would often just like pass out of heat stroke. <laughs> yeah. And that was one of the better jobs or you could die. have as a small child. Yeah, so <laughs> maybe when that started like not being cool at the time, like, maybe we don't do it anymore. We can't send. Also, we can import them. We can't send small children into the bowels of the earth. But that, Haley, is. England specifically. Yes. What about America? Um, what about the U.S. of America? I don't. I don't know because uh, we haven't well, really talked about how much you. America had the obsession or not. And we were so much closer to like all the sugarcane plantations, and we had the South growing all the sugar stuff. So would we necessarily need the sugar high? But then it's just a status symbol, mm-hmm. and then we get Hawaii. And then we get Hawaii, which is also a status symbol. <laughs> it's a sovereign kingdom, and it will be again, but not not now. So, Haley, George Washington, mm-hmm. his brother. I always forget he has any family. A lot of siblings. Like, any family. So one of his brothers gets sick. Sure. And then he's like, how do you fix that? You take him to the Caribbean. Yeah. Because that's how you fix diseases in the 1700s. Go to the Climate. Caribbean. It's yeah. all about climate. And so... They go to the Caribbean, and then George Washington gets to eat a pineapple for the first time. <laughs> yeah. In 1751, in Barbados. It it blows my mind that people will even attempt to eat these. And he declared it his favorite tropical fruit. 
What were the runners up, George? <laughs> I mean, he's in Barbados. He can have any <laughs> tropical fruit that's there. I don't know. Bananas? Coconuts? Uh, bananas. Mangoes? I don't know. Um, but he's like, that's the best one. And I'm like, that's true, George. You're right. Um, trade ships would bring preserved, I don't like this term, but I'm going to use it because it's the quote, pineapple sweet meats. Hmm. Sweet meats. I've never heard sweet meats used for fruit before. Yeah. I've never heard it at all. Uh, I don't like it. It's generally like, I think it's like an internal organ meats. Yeah. It's not like actual fruit. It's the insides. (laughs) What? Pineapples are people. Is it like... (laughs) Fruity meat dishes? No, they're just talking about, like, the flesh of the pineapple. Oh. Um, pineapple chunks. They would candy them. They chunks. would glaze them. They would pack them in sugar. Chunks. To transport. And only the speediest of ships could get back there with a pineapple that was ripe and not disgusting. And whole. Um... And you had to have the best weather conditions possible. So basically just, like, the wind in your sails the whole way back, and then you're good. But probably not. And when they could get a full pineapple ripe back to America, Mm -hmm. um, it would immediately go to someone who owned, like, a bakery or, like, a shop Mm -hmm. who was, like, basically on a waiting list. Oh, sure. They like had a list of people who, if you can bring back a whole pineapple, will buy it immediately. And they mm-hmm. would just go straight to their frickin' shop and be like, I did it. Worth like double its weight in gold. Um, pineapples that arrived in America, full, like a whole one, um, could cost as much as like in current today's dollars would cost you $8,000. <laughs> A little more than double. Right. And I read something in England, like for England, right, where they were talking about like buying a pineapple. It was the equivalent of buying a new coach, like a new car. Mm-hmm. So it was like, do I get a pineapple or a car? <laughs> and people would Ooh. pick pineapples. And they're picking pineapples a lot. Yikes. Oh my goodness. And that's only to buy, that's not renting one, that's to buy one, right? But people, the people who would rent them would also sell them after to someone who wanted to buy one. They would, like, rent them out for, like, a week, and then they'd be like, okay, and I'm going to sell it. Wow. So, and people would buy that instead of a new car. Also, no one's talking about how it eats you. Hold on. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, um, I have a quote from Southern Living, which is one of my sources. Because Southern Living. Because when you look up, like, pineapple history, a lot of the sources will be um, food blogs or, like, Food magazines. <laughs> Makes sense. It does. Who but else? it's weird because, like, there's so many times when I look up things and almost my sources are almost exclusively, like, for uh, War of the Roses, almost exclusively, like, history heavy uh, websites. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like history.com was three of my sources <laughs> right. on that. Um, and now it's different like different articles. Cooking and now I'm journals. reading, like, Southern Living yeah. to <laughs> learn. And it was a good source, though. It was good. Um, but anyway. They say, while fruits in general, fresh, dried, candied, and jellied were in great demand, the pineapple was the true celebrity. So even though people are eating other fruits and they're into other fruits, pineapple is the business. The the shizness. Yeah. So, Captain James Cook. Oh, I hate him. I hate him. (laughs) Yeah. Everybody does. Everybody does. But he introduces (laughs) the pineapple to Hawaii. There you go. Of course. How else would it get there? And so, um, 
but but it's like a hundred years later when they actually start like properly cultivating them because they don't have steamships to at that time to mm-hmm. get from Hawaii to America. That's a long trip. Hawaii is quite far away. That, that's a that's a pretty long trip. We do own it, and there but there are so many islands that are much closer um, than Hawaii to anywhere. Hawaii only becomes like a tenable state once yeah. there's planes. Hawaii is far away from everything. Like, if you, you know, it's weird because whenever we see it on maps, it's always in that, like, box. Yeah, it's always, <laughs> it's like, like, Alaska's in the box and Hawaii's in a box. Right. But, like, Alaska isn't that far away physically from, like, the nearest state, which would be Washington. Whereas, like, Hawaii is very far away from the nearest state, which I assume is either Alaska or California. Uh, it's, know, it's, it's much farther south than people assume. I think yeah. California is probably closer. Just, I just, I'm just thinking because of the arm of Alaska reaching out that maybe the distance is just more straight down and not, I don't know. Yeah, Who can true. say? Yeah. But it's, either way, it's very far away. Mm-hmm. So you can't just ship them real easy. You can't. Sorry. You just can't, Nemo. <laughs> so in 1892, Captain John Kidwell who's an English horticulturist, is the first guy to commercially can pineapple. He's like, I'm going to start a business in England, canning pineapple. How weird. (laughs) That's how far we've come from when it came over in 1493 and we went, this is impossible, to (laughs) 1690-something where we were like, they can do it in the Netherlands, maybe we can do it, to 1892 where he's doing it for his job, commercially canning pineapple. This should be the new musical. Yeah. And thus we are enabled. <laughs> thus we are enabled. That's what we're going to call it. It's not very catchy, but... We'll, it, we'll uh, shark tank it. We'll call it excellent fruit. <laughs> we'll shark tank it. We'll get funding somehow. Yeah. Um, but so he starts canning it. But America says no. Because mm, no. at that time we have huge tariffs on imported fruit. Because we want to eat the fruit we have. Yeah. You so. got you to gotta support local businesses. And so he, like, cannot sell it to us, basically. It's impossible. Yeah. Like, the, the prices are insanely high, and it's stupid. So he's just selling it in Europe. But that's in 1892. And in 1898, um, he closes his canning operation. Well, you tried. <laughs> I mean, that's seven ye- No, six years. That's, you know, six years. That's in, not horrible. In the, the span of history, it's pretty good. <laughs> But at the, in the same year, mm-hmm. the Hawaiian kingdom, my quote says, becomes a territory of the United States. There it is. And yeah. suddenly the tariff on fresh and canned pineapple is gone. Yeah. <laughs> so as soon as that guy's <laughs> business goes out of business, we're like, guess what? We'll take your fruit, but only from Hawaii, because now you can't sell it to us. Ha! <laughs> no! No! It's okay. You wouldn't be able to compete. But... We have a new pineapple champion in 1903, who is James Drummond Dole. Of course. You all know Dole. You have to know Dole. You know Dole. So he starts a pineapple plantation on uh, Oahu, and he starts canning them uh, to make it easily accessible to the whole world. Everyone can eat the pineapple. (laughs) I love how he's just like, everyone. I have this brilliant idea of canning. And America's like, brilliant. Oh. No one's ever thought of that before. <laughs> not that one guy in England is crying. <laughs> I mean, it was never going to work in England, okay? Uh, it wasn't. It's just that it's too much effort to grow them. 
But, so, he's in, he's in, uh, I think he, I, I read somewhere he purchased like 61 acres for his pineapple farm. Mm-hmm. And it's going okay. But then this guy, uh, Henry Janaka, he invents a pineapple peeling machine. What? And it not only peels the pineapple skin off, but it cores it, and it can do one pineapple in less than 30 seconds. Whoa. It's fast. That's pretty fast. Especially because that's in 1911. Yeah. So, like, I I am sure they're faster now, but that's quite fast compared to, I, like, used to work at a yogurt shop, and one of our toppings was pineapple, and I had to cut the pineapple (laughs) all the time. Yeah. And it takes forever. Mm-hmm. Because you have to like, because you have to like cut, you like take off the top, and then you like cut off the top and the bottom, and then you have to shave off the sides, and then you have to cut the meat off, and then like get all around the core, right, and not use the core because it's not easy to eat, mm-hmm. and it takes forever. It would take me like minutes to do one, even after I'd done like a million of them. So it's pretty impressive. Um, and eventually he gets it up to where it can do 35 pineapples a minute. Oh, there you go. Fast, fast, fast. That's faster than you can grow them. Uh, a little bit. <laughs> you can only grow, like, maybe, <laughs> maybe, like, one a minute. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I feel like you'd run out of pineapples real fast. I know. Like, what are, what are they going to do after they run out of pineapples? I don't know. That's surely more than you could ever make. In a, in a year. Um, oh, and one of the reasons why it was a... We kind of already talked about this, but one of the reasons why it was like a hospitality symbol, some people say, is that um, people in the Caribbean, when they would go to a place or like have a house like randomly, you mm-hmm. know, because people just live wherever they want and there's no rules, <laughs> like pirate days. Yeah. Um, sometimes the people would get, because pineapples there are abundant... <laughs> Um, they would get a pineapple and then they would stick it on, like, the post near their house, which meant, like, it's cool to come in here and, like, hang out with me. Sure. And, like, I'll make you food and stuff. Oh. And so they were like, oh, cool, that means cool beans. And so then people heard about that in, like, the Americas, and they were like, oh, cool, because, like, people would come back from their travels and they'd be like, oh, they did this thing with pineapple. Yeah. Um, and they're like, oh, that's cool. So then in America they started, like, making hotel signs that look like pineapples mm. and stuff. So then they would, like, try to attract, like, sailors specifically. Um, you know, and, and that makes sense, too, because tra- sailors are kind of, like, transient in yeah, a way. Like, right. they often don't have, like, a solid home. So it's like, you can stay here. You just have ship, you know, shore leave and then yeah. they go back. Right. And so they're like, oh, that's cute. And so they'll stay there, hopefully. And then it just infected everything. <laughs> And then, and then it was all over. Um, they are like zombies. I told you. <laughs> oh gosh. Um, but yeah, I, it was common to have the pineapple um, across inns all across the colonies. They would have them in their signs and their advertisements, their bedposts. Um, a lot of like plantations even have them still. Like the the Shirley Plantation of Virginia, um, which is apparently a bastion of Southern hospitality since 1613, according to Southern Living, um, has a pineapple um, uh, atop its roof. Like it was shaped like a pineapple on top. So weird. And and there's a lot of like pineapple architectural elements in the house. (laughs) What? Why not? If I, like prior to today... (laughs) If I, like, was watching a movie, like, in that time, period piece in yeah. that time, and there were pineapples everywhere, I'd be like, they need to do their research better. This is clearly inaccurate. Why <laughs> What's are they happening? Why, is it, why does it look like a cheap tropical hotel? This isn't normal. 
It looks like a like a motel from Florida in the sixties. What is happening? In, no, in the sixteen sixties. <laughs> but it's real. What is happening? Yeah. Um, and there's still popular motifs on gateposts, door knockers. Um, and lots of serving pieces. There's still lots of, like, bowls and things that are shaped like that. Um, there's, like, a lot of them in old armoires have, like, pineapples carved into them, like, on the top part I gotta of see the pictures, man. I Hold hope, on. I'm going to show you some Hope pictures. you're saving pictures. Um, this is, most of these did not have pictures when they're talking about it. They're just telling me. But some of the, all of them had, like, a couple pictures, and I'm going to show you a couple. Um, in the dining rooms, pineapples could be, like, carved into the back of chairs on wallpaper, cupboard doors, linens, um, and then they were also, like, shaped like that for, like, hot plates or what the ends the of silverware. What the hell? Um, yeah. What is happening? All sorts of business. <laughs> it's eating you. Um, here, I'll show you a couple it's, pictures I have. It's um, eating you back. This one? You are doing the pineapple's bidding. Oh, here's a picture of a Victorian pineapple pit. Beautiful. <laughs> it looks like graves. It does. <laughs> Um, That's not what I was expecting. Here's a picture. It's like, those are like on the top oh. of like pillars, like stone I, pillars. I feel like I've seen those, but I always assumed they they're were pineapples. I didn't know they were pineapples. I just assumed they were literally <laughs> anything else. Nope, they're pineapples. Or like, oh, that's that picture. Um, here's a, a building. No. <laughs> no, not like this. <laughs> the roof is a pineapple. It looks like a giant pineapple dong. <laughs> What is happening? No, it doesn't. It do. It does. It do. Um, hold on. Look Let me at see. It. Is it this one? Dang, <coughs> I had I had a source open earlier, and now I can't find it. But there's like, hold on. I have to Google it. One of the sources on the pages that Alexis was showing me literally said the flesh eating pineapple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then this is uh, at Waterfront Park, and I think it used to be like a plantation or something. Like, the, the fountain is old, but it's like a pineapple. It's like an open pineapple. Huh. Yeah. That's that's crazy. Let me Google, like, pineapple silverware. That's crazy. Pineapple. Especially that building. That was like, like in a video game where everyone, like, the people are shaped like pineapples and all the, like, houses are shaped like pineapples. You know, like, it's a theme park of pineapple. And there's, like... It's the White House of Pineapple, and it just has a giant column with a giant domed pineapple on the top. And you're like, and what? I, I think, like, I don't think this chair is that old, What's but that? I think this was the idea. Oh. It looks kind of old. It looks kind of old. I think this is the concept. Like, it's, it's carved into the back of the chair. Um, and, like, like you saw the, the, like, pillars, like, that at the top of the bedposts and, like, on an armoire and stuff like that. I thought they were, like, acorns or something. <laughs> They're pineapples. No, it's always been pineapples. <laughs> they've always been lurking, and you didn't <laughs> they've, know. They've always it's it's body snatchers meets cannibals meets it's all zombies. Um, and Hawaii only produces ten percent of the world's pineapples. Oh, well, well done. Um, the other countries that do the most are Mexico, Honduras, Dominican Republic, the Philippines, Thailand, Costa Rica, China, and Asia. Well done. In general, you've all but you've all succumbed to the pineapple. Hope you're proud. Pineapple is the third most canned fruit in the world, um, hmm. behind applesauce and peaches. I didn't know peaches were that high. Yeah. That's what was weird to me. I was like, oh. Peaches, huh? I guess so. I, I guess. I mean, what would it? What else is canned a lot that's a fruit? Uh, pineapples. <laughs> I, I, I guess pineapples. Um, I mean, cause you don't, like, really, 
can cherries. No. I mean, you have like maraschino cherries, yeah, but it's not the no. same. Um, I have a I have a quote that says, "The pineapple seems to be one of God's little jokes." <laughs> yeah. Looking at it, one thinks of it as a whole fruit, but it is really a collection of little berries which have fused together. It's a demon. Um, I also have some like not super substantiated things from some sources I read. So I'm not positive this is true, because I only read them in, like, one place, which always makes me go, mm. Mm-hmm. But um, for the scary part here at the end, um, uh, there was one that said it was a rite of passage in the Caribbean for young men to run through the pineapple plantings and bear the pain of the prickly leaves without revealing it. Cool. Which, in a lot of cultures, that's a thing. Oh, yeah. Most, like, that's a manhood thing. Most cultures have young males in them. and most young pain. Most young males like to hurt themselves. <laughs> right. To show that well, they're older. Well, and it's usually, like, the older people want you to do it to prove you're a man. Yeah. Everyone has hazing. So, yeah. So that's one of theirs, apparently. But I'm not sure. Um, so the enzyme that's in pineapples that eats you mm-hmm. is called bromelain. And um, it can digest a thousand times its own weight in protein, according to one of the sites I looked at. Well, so can I, but it'll take me a while. What's the time <laughs> span, Alexis? It's just, it possibly can before it, like, burns itself out. Okay. Um, and uh, it is used popularly as a meat tenderizer. Mm, mm, that's good. <laughs> mm, that's great. Bromelain. Mm. Not uh, pineapple juice, like, specifically, but, specifically like, that bromelain chemical. if they yeah. take it out and, like, concentrate it. Um, and it was believed at some point um, in the 1980s that bromelain, if you ate it, would attack body fat and melt your pounds away. Oh. Um, it was called the Beverly Hills Diet. <laughs> okay. Um, but it, was, it didn't work, obviously. Yeah. And it was actually uh, caused very harmful health side effects. So yeah, don't sure. do that. Don't uh, do that. Don't eat the thing that eats you. <laughs> But, like, interesting that the concept was it's going to eat the parts of you you don't want. It's like a tapeworm in some ways. Right. Except for tapeworms just eat your food so that you don't digest it. Right. But it's like it's going to eat the parts away that you don't like, which is fascinating. Including your tongue when you eat it. (laughs) And, finally, the fruit, peel, and juice of pineapples is said to remove warts. I mean, sure. After, it should. You know, but keep like, it on there long enough. But, like, if you think enough. of all the caustic things that they use to take away warts. <laughs> I mean, it'll take away. intense. It'll eat away anything. It will eat you. Eventually. And a wart is there, so it'll eat that, too. And I want all the listeners to know that I did this whole episode while wearing my pineapple earrings. Yeah. That I got from Amazon, and they're pretty cute. I haven't got a chance to wear them yet, so now I gotta wear them. Because it's like, you know, fall, so it's not like summertime earring time. I will say that I am a little bit inspired to try pineapple. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because learning about anything makes me want to try it more. Sure. Like, I have no interest in most alcohol, <coughs> including like weird stuff like absinthe. Yeah. But I like watched a documentary about absinthe once. I'm like, ooh, I just, I just want to try it. Just want to mm-hmm. try it a little bit so I can be like closer to the history. It's scary. <laughs> But so are pineapples. So are pineapples. Ooh, <laughs> you can't judge terrifying. me for absinthe. And actually, most of the scary stuff about absinthe is propaganda from the wine industry. But what isn't? Big wine is scary. Everything is scary. Everything is scary. Pineapples will eat you. Wine will eat you. Cannibals will eat you. <laughs> Full circle. Full circle. 
<laughs> Welcome to October. Yeah. Soon. This episode was long. <laughs> Pineapples. But thank you for listening. Ugh. Um Email us if you love pineapples or you're afraid of them. Sorry, my voice got weird because I coughed, and now I have a dry patch in the back of my throat. <laughs> so email us email at hystericalhistorypodcast at gmail.com. <coughs> Please. Please. And um, leave a review on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you can. Scream mm. it from the heavens, mm. to the heavens, from the yeah. rooftops. Have a nice day. Yeah. Do it. Or eat pineapple, one or the other. <laughs> but not both. You can't have both. Unless you're me. Or George Washington. <laughs> or George Washington. Or random Dutch or English horticulture. Or Charles II. Or Charles. Bye. Pr- propose with a pineapple today. <laughs> Please. Okay, no, no. So here's a follow-up with I a mean, pineapple she thing. didn't need her flesh. Here's a follow-up with a pineapple thing. So... Now that I know what carved pineapple looks like, I'm seeing them everywhere, and it's so upsetting. (laughs) Like, realizing how many pineapples I've seen in my life in architecture, and I never knew. It's like this ghost that's always been haunting me, and now I have a name for it. It's terrifying. This is going to be out of order. I'm going to have to... I'll I'll put this at the end of the pineapple episode. Okay. (laughs) Makes sense. But... That's hilarious. No, I, I mean, it is weird because I didn't know it was a pineapple either. That was like a pine cone. I never even thought about it. Or I like just a, thought it was a design. Like a weird artistic artichoke. <laughs> Which was stupid, but who knows? Pineapples. The French do all kinds of weird, floral, weird nonsense. Everybody does. Yeah. 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 You know, grapes and, pi- you know, pine cones. Pineapple. But no, they're pineapples. It's all pineapples. They're taking over the earth. Taj Mahal pineapple <laughs> in Scotland. I can't get over. There's that one that's like in on that like church in London or whatever. Right, uh, Saint Saint Paul. Yeah, it's like a golden pineapple. I don't remember that in Assassin's Creed. It's real. I need to go back in. <laughs> yeah, you got to replace Syndicate so you can find the pineapples. Oh can no! You, you can't take pictures in that one, can you? You can't, but I can take a screenshot with my yeah, phone. Yeah, yeah. If I do. Find the pineapples for mm. me. That's the new like animus, like video game <laughs> mechanic is like find all the pineapples in London. That'd be so funny That'd because be so funny. many people will be like, "What?" Like you know how you used to have to find the flags, feathers, in the first, like flags or feathers yep. or like whatever stupid nonsense. But now it's pineapples. And you're like, this is so what? Right, this doesn't make sense. Pineapples. And then you look it up, and then you're like, oh, I'm an idiot. And Sean, everywhere. Like your your little like Q, who's telling you all the information. He's like, "Did you know that pineapples eat people?" (laughs) Anyway, have fun. Uh, Bye. Pineapples kill people, (laughs) just like you, because you're an assassin. Assassin's fruit, pineapple. History. Assassin's Creed, pineapple. Closed. (laughs) Bye.